Everybody and welcome back to Goodland, the land where everything is good. Because what is better than hanging out with two best friends? I am one of those best friends. My name is Norin Shearer, and I am the other friend. My name is Michael Bandhauer. Michael, how are you? How's your week been? I'm doing pretty good. It has been a, a busy week, but not as busy it has been in the past. So kind of like a, a gentle storm, if you will. Yeah. So just back to, to working and going to school. And that's pretty much what I've been doing day in and day out. But what about you, Norin? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much same old, same old stuff. Um, we're currently working on basically, we had all of my stuff from when I moved back in, in the guest bedroom. We moved it all out into the living room, like all my boxes, so that we could make room for Logan. Since he oh, just moved that's right. In. Yeah, Logan went back. So this, this weekend, today, we're working on getting all that stuff out of the living room so that we have the living room free of boxes. So, <laughs> so that's not super fun. I get a little break from it here since we're recording, but as soon as we finish, I've got to go. We have to go up into the attic with a bunch of sheets of plywood to put down like over the oh. tops of the rafters so that we can place things on top of the plywood up in the attic. Wow. So, I didn't even know you had an attic. Yeah. It's, it's nothing fancy. It's just, it's just like rafters. Basically there's not like a floor in there or anything. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like big enough to do anything up there. Um, that's just where we have like Christmas decorations and stuff. So yeah. And now, and now it's where we'll have all my extra stuff that I don't need. For living at home like all of my extra like kitchenware and stuff like that, that that i won't need access to since there's plenty already in the cupboards so true i guess you and logan don't need to each have your own <laughs> waffle iron and such. yeah exactly so all that stuff we're going to be moving up um you know it's it's a process but once it's done it'll be nice because like i said right now everything is just piled up in the living room so yeah and it's good to have logan back i'm sure it's good to oh, have yeah, all of you guys together so it'll be good to have that living room back we had yeah. some good times in that living room that's for sure that's true that's true yeah we played we played a lot of dungeons and dragons in that living room it was the place yeah i still remember um that one where we we were playing as ourselves, like in the real world. <laughs> I think that it is one of the, the best games that we've played is trying to recreate ourselves. That was that was peak. So we, we started by taking a quiz to tell us like what class we would be. Then we rolled ourselves up and the game opened with me describing us at the table in my living room playing D&D. &D. 
while in real life we were sitting at the table in my living room <laughs> we pretty much D&D. just replicated yeah and then and then in you know the real world came under attack by fantasy monsters that we had to stop there was like a giant like a giant ice snake or something out in the road oh i can't even remember what we fought all i remember is going to the high school and fighting the janitor <laughs> yeah having to break into the high school and the janitor using his mop like a bow staff <laughs> <laughs> he, he was awesome. a mighty foe that we had to face we had a, a lot of creativity and then i think ever after that point every time we'd see the janitor at school we'd be like oh that's the janitor that beat me up <laughs> my favorite was um you snapshotted me a picture you were like up on the second floor and he was down on the first floor and you took a picture of him really zoomed in through the railing on the stairs with like three of the red angry face emojis <laughs> you just sent me that snap that was that was one of the best i i had it saved on my old phone but good times it, it that's just the kind of stuff that like only happens in D, you know like you you'll never yeah. get to experience that kind of like just wacky goofiness with your buddies it, doing anything else other than, than playing Dungeons and dragons yeah you just can't beat it uh, that's one of the things i love most you know you just can't beat it <laughs> yeah it's it's so good and you know i was gonna say we should do an episode of good land where we play D, but like we already do that on our other show dungeon story yeah we do have another podcast so. where that is the the focus so maybe maybe we can do something like like fun a little bit extra with D on, on this podcast but if you want to listen to D, listen to dungeon stories yeah yeah that's we we do it over there so <laughs> you can you can listen to us do it because because we make that available on the internet as well <laughs> <laughs> okay well Michael and I liked the wiki house from last week so much that we decided to do them again because we had each curated a list and we only used a fraction of what we had curated. So we had just some other gold mines that we were just leaving untapped. And if there's one thing in Goodland, you know, that we that we like it's it's potential that is tapped well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that tapped potential tapped potential if, you if don't want to hear about untapped potential exactly if you've got potential you gotta tap it that's the only way you're gonna get anywhere in life remember that write that down somewhere. <laughs> it's like magic the gathering you gotta tap it you gotta tap, tap those it. resources yeah if if i'm not on a motivational poster in a week's time then everyone has failed <laughs> tap that potential um and so to live by our own our own mantra you know we are going to dive back into the remaining wiki house that we had gathered and maybe a few more because i did find a couple more in the interim that might be pretty yeah good. i found a couple too but how about how about you start us off norin okay i can do that let me go ahead and take over that's my desktop that is not there's wiki <laughs> um Ooh, this is fun how to sneak down early to see your easter basket and i thought this one was interesting because i don't think that i have ever been excited enough for an easter basket to 
to take the steps that this wants me to take. <laughs> I don't think I have ever been like full of that much anticipation for an Easter basket. Like maybe yeah. Christmas presents, maybe birthday presents, but like an Easter basket just does not fill me with this kind of initiative. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't fill me with that same desire. And even more so, I don't know if I've ever been to the point where I've been so excited about Christmas or Easter or any other holiday that I'd look up a wiki how, you know? <laughs> how do I look at my, my presents, my Easter basket earlier? Yeah, I just have wiki no how idea. Has an answer. <laughs> wiki how will help me out. So this um, and this was updated in December, which seems odd to me because someone must have been like this. It feels like December 2nd, you would be looking at how to sneak down to see your Christmas presents, you know, or, um, you know, something like that. But mm. but I, I can tell you December 2nd, the last thing on my mind is Easter. <laughs> Yeah, that maybe is. maybe someone's thinking of, you know what, this is how I'm going to sneak to get my Christmas presents. And they're like, you know what, this would also work for Easter. I'm going to make <laughs> sure I write this down before I forget. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet this will serve another purpose at some point in my life. I just can't tell <laughs> when. Wait a minute. Easter. Easter. <laughs> so you have a hunch that you are getting one of the best Easter baskets this year. Unfortunately, you cannot wait until your basket opening time to see what candy and other things you've got. If you want to sneak downstairs early in the morning to see your Easter basket, read on. <laughs> and read on okay. we shall, Michael. Read on we shall. Step one, surveying your route. So you, it would be foolish to just run downstairs blindly you have no idea what you might experience. You have no idea what booby traps the Easter Bunny could have set for you. <laughs> you, you have no uh, that idea. Is true. You have no idea what adversaries you might be up against. So first, you need to survey your route. You're going to take a quick walk around the house. Where are they? Where are the baskets typically placed when you wake up? So you want to have basically a list of past year's Easter basket locations. You're going to walk the house, do a little perimeter search. Don't make it too obvious. You know, you know, you just want this to be a routine, a routine lap. You don't want yeah, it to you be want obvious. flybys. Yeah. Then you're going to create a map. You're going to draw out the main floor of your house, put your bedroom, the stairs, if you have some, and you're going to mark on your map the direct <laughs> route that you're going to take. It is crucial that you do not stray from the marked path. If you have been living in this house for years, you still need a map. Things could change. Yeah, exactly. You never know on the on the morning of Easter, the night that you are sneaking down to, to go and, and grab this basket. You never know how the house might shift Hogwarts style, shift around <laughs> and mix it up in an effort to prevent your Easter basket snatching. It's possible your basket could be in multiple locations. Write down the code for each area it could be. For example, if your basket could either be in the living room, the dining room, or on the porch, write code cupcake or code ice cream for each one. And then there's a caveat note here. You don't have to use these specific codes. They can be as simple as color color names or as complex as your pet's names. Because if, oh, I can't think of any code more complex than my pet's name. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy. What does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> 
you're going to want to get a notebook to take notes. You're not actually taking notes. You're just getting a notebook so that you can take notes. Okay. Whenever you search for holiday presents, you need a notebook to take notes on any clues or items you find. For example, if you see a basket on the porch with your name written on it, then you can be sure to keep an eye out for anything that's placed in that basket. <laughs> Sorry, Man. let's back up. Let's back up and take that one from the top. For example, if you see a basket on the porch with your name written on it, then you can be sure to keep an eye out for anything that's placed in that basket. So, so if you are looking for your Easter basket and you see your Easter basket, then you know that you have found your Easter basket. Is that basically what we've what we covered I think in that sentence? That's what we can surmise here is you can rest assured that you have found your Easter basket. I like this. It says, don't use a full-size notebook. You're going to want something smaller, maybe even the notes app on your phone. Because if someone catches your Easter basket snatching notes, then, you know, they're going to come at you. They're going to know what you're doing. Yeah, this, and you can't risk it. Th this whole WikiOut article is full of how to not get caught you know not just only how you can get your basket early but how you cannot get caught through use of maps code words taking notes because because when if you get caught it could be the end of the line it is no more no more easter presents for you last That's easter it. ever it's like during the when we did the yahoo answers episode and that guy got his girlfriend that <laughs> yeah. really expensive the, egg the and chocolate like yeah it. she should have used this she should have snuck down early and found out what it was so that she could have made a plan to play it off in the moment so then oh, she could continue useful. to get easter presents because he's done giving her easter gifts after that so after you've surveyed your route you need to prepare for the journey you're not actually going to take it. Just knowing the route isn't enough. You have special <laughs> you preparations to, to make as well. First off, decide what time you'll wake up. A good time to do this is probably between 2 to 4 a.m. However, there are some exceptions. If your parents often wake up in the middle of the night, plan around their usual waking time so you don't get caught. If this is the case, wake up at around 5. <laughs> if your parents are light sleepers, do this before 4 a.m. but after 1 a.m. In other words, do it around two to three because they will be in the deepest stage of sleep. It may be helpful to stay awake for most of the night and see when your if your parents tend to wake up. This will help you create your game plan accordingly. Man, how creepy would it be to know that your child is looking up when your deepest stage of sleep is? Yeah. <laughs> like, and like taking notes on it in their miniature notebook that they yeah. keep in their pocket. What would you do if you found that your child had a notebook keeping track of your sleep schedules. <laughs> Mother has entered REM. <laughs> She's in her deepest stage of sleep. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would do if I found that notebook. Um, especially like if it was written in code that I couldn't crack like the pet's names. Um, I, I don't know what I would do because um, I wouldn't know what it was for. The code would just be too too tough for me to to make sense of yeah definitely they're, they're teaching subterfuge in here <laughs> oh <laughs> you have to practice your journey 
So this is this is a multi multi-step process, probably a multi-week process between walking it beforehand, planning out the map. So in the couple of days leading up to Easter, you need to practice. Just like dancers practice their routine constantly in the days before the recital, you need to practice as much as you can. You want to practice when it's dark outside. This way you can get accustomed to walking this area in the middle of the night. Try to walk as silently as possible so you don't wake up your parents. Make sure you practice when your parents aren't looking to avoid raising suspicion. Because if your parents see you walking around the house like this, like that, <laughs> they will have suspicious. nothing but suspicion. <laughs> That's true. They will probably suspicious you right out onto the street, kicked out of the house. <laughs> They're going to know instantly that you're planning on sneaking a peek. Exactly. They'll, they'll know what's up. And you can't risk that. Mm -hmm. You got to find your thickest pair of socks because you need to be completely and utterly silent when you complete your journey. So you have to have your thickest socks. They may not be the most comfortable, but that's a sacrifice that you have to be willing to make. <laughs> now, this is something that makes a lot of sense to me as someone who has um, never played any of the, oh, uh, Solid Snake, the Spy Guy video game, Michael. Um, I've never played me that out either. <laughs> I'm blanking <laughs> on the name of that series. Um, Hideo Kojima is the guy that made it. Some people know what we're talking about if they have played those games. They're stealth games. Obviously, I have not played them, but... From what I have gathered, they are stealth mission games. And so obviously, Solid Snake has some pretty thick socks on. The thickest. Yeah. And I'm so I'm sure anyone that has spent any amount of time with Solid Snake knows this one already, and they have exclusively thick socks. So you're going to have to pack a bag. If you carry everything that you need by hand, you'll likely drop something, and that would be too loud. Carry all your supplies in a bag. That said, you don't need much in the 20-some minutes you'll be out of bed. So don't bring a giant rolling bag. Instead, opt for a small duffel bag or backpack to carry your items. In your bag, you should have thick socks, a notebook, a pen, and your phone. If you don't think you'll be able to complete your plan, bring a small pillow and blanket just in case you <laughs> set up camp in your living room. <laughs> oh, boy. For why? For why, though? Is that not more suspicious if they come down in the morning and see you <laughs> sleeping in the living room curled up around your Easter basket? <laughs> this is essential. You've hit the night of Easter. You got to pretend to be super tired when you go to bed that, that night. Then set your alarm to wake yourself up. And then you have hit the big leagues. It's time to carry out your plan. <laughs> Stay in bed for a few minutes after you wake up. If you accidentally made your alarm too loud and it disturbed your parents, Waiting about 30 minutes to an hour to actually go to your Easter basket will give your parents a chance to fall back asleep. Okay, that's good to know. If your parents come in to check on you, make sure you pretend to be asleep. Now it's time to bust out those tippy toes again. And then you gotta <laughs> quietly get out of your bed. If your mattress makes noise when the pressure is put on certain areas, try to avoid those areas to get out of bed silently. Makes sense, makes sense. Oh, then there we go. Here's our thick socks. Equip your solid snake socks. 
Now it's time to prance. Bring your duffel bag with you downstairs <laughs> to the east. That is the smallest duffel bag I've ever seen. I think that's a purse. <laughs> <laughs> it will probably either be in your living room or your dining room. However, look in multiple places because they could have hidden it in an unorthodox place to keep you from seeing it too early. Take notes on what's inside. Get your notebook out as well as your pen and write down a bulleted list of what's in the basket. Okay. If your parents set up an Easter egg hunt, you could also check what's in each egg. Sketch out your basket in your notebook. Just so you can remember what it looks like. Take a picture of the basket using your phone. Then actually look out and see if you missed anything on your list. Why would you do the past four steps and not just do this one? It's just like yeah. guessing. You're just guessing at what's in it by taking a list, drawing it, taking a photo of it. Why don't you just look through it? Yeah, that's. A, it could have been pretty simple. Like one, just make sure people don't see you and then go. But instead, they've gone like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, they turned this. it into like where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. Make sure you put your basket back exactly as it was. This is for. This is what the picture is for. Okay. Okay. Then you've succeeded. Go back to your room and try to get to sleep. Even though you might be excited for Easter, you still need to get at, at least a few hours of sleep. Try to count sheep or think about all the candy and other things you're getting. So no one had any questions about this. I think that would help you this. fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would keep you too excited. No one had questions. This is a pretty comprehensive article. I would say it covers all of the bases. Tips. You can also try to find your candy before Easter if you think you're up to the task. And then so if you want the, the expert difficulty, do this before Easter. Yeah, exactly. Find out where they've hidden it, which is probably just still on the Walgreens store shelf because yeah, no probably. one plans ahead that much. Yeah, no, no one is that that deep when it comes to <laughs> warnings. If you are caught looking. Just come clean and apologize. It's better than lying and facing even more trouble for that. Ah, see, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's good. You know, they're they're the first to acknowledge that this is this is less than legal activity that you are participating in. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta be careful here. You are breaking the law, and it's and it's worse to get yourself into more trouble by trying to pretend that you weren't breaking the law. You don't want people to take even harder legal action on you. <laughs> Also, be warned, if you do this, you're going to ruin the surprise that Easter brings. It's best just to cope with your excitement in other ways. So they said, we have put this power into your hands. It's up to you to choose whether to use it or not. If you choose to use this power that we have gifted you, just know you might regret it. Great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> exactly. This is what Uncle Ben was talking about. <laughs> he, didn't give a, he didn't give a damn about spider powers. He was... He was talking about Easter baskets. Easter baskets. There we go. Which doesn't make sense because Peter Parker's Jewish, but we'll just move on. Um, if <laughs> we'll your cover parents, that in another one. <laughs> if your parents think that you are up to something, they may hide a security camera in your basket to catch you. <laughs> what kind of parents, man? <laughs> these, these are the kind of parents that have found the journal that their child was keeping <laughs> about when they were in their deepest stage of sleep. <laughs> 
they set this up as a defense mechanism for themselves, not for the basket. Yeah, they, they're confused, they're paranoid, and for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you feel, um, do you feel ready for the, for next Easter, Michael? A hundred percent. I feel so ready to take on anything at this point, be it <laughs> Christmas or, you know, any other holiday, I feel I can take it on. <laughs> good. good. I'm glad I, I'm glad I could provide you with that, uh, that certainty. Um, because that's, that's going to come in handy. And like we said, it can be applied to a number of, a number of different situations, a number of different holidays. Yeah. I think there, there are a lot of like, that was, that was very comprehensive. You know, it, it wasn't just centered around Easter itself. So I feel like you could apply it to, to many things. And, you know, not even holidays. I think if you were trying to find a wiki how on how to spy on family members, you know, or, <laughs> or gather intel, you know, perform a heist, this, you know, it kind of branches into that area a little bit as well. So it's <laughs> very comprehensive. Exactly. I think okay. the, the one that I have for us here, it it is a a little bit um, simpler. Okay. Um, definitely not. not. An, does it carry as much threat of of legal action being taken against you? You know what? I think it depends on how you're using it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's let me let's dive in. Let me load in here, and let me know when you're able to see this screen here, Norman. <laughs> I can see it. That seems. <laughs> So yeah, to those who, are just, those who are just listening, this wiki is how to yell like Tarzan. <laughs> um, it says that the king of the jungle is one of the fiercest battle cries that has ever existed. <laughs> so yeah. to master this unusual technique, you'll need to access the highest registers in your voice and control your ble- breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is definitely... I'm going to be a good article here. Yeah. Um, looks like it was updated January 30th, 2020. So again, it's it has been worked on actively. People are constantly trying to perfect that Tarzan yell, as we all know. It's only got three stars. Do you think that's because the article isn't written well or people are just frustrated in their own inability to achieve the yell? You know, that's a good question. My first guess would, was, would be that people are frustrated that they can't get it. I feel like this is it some, out on the article. Yeah, this is probably a, a skill that only so many people can master, you know? That's true. <laughs> if, if too many people in, there can only be a certain number of people with the perfect Tarzan yell on the planet Earth at a time. Mm-hmm. as soon as someone else masters it, one of the previous masters dies off. Yeah, I was going to say, it's something that gets passed down. Yeah. So. Um, but th- this one here is of this man here, step one, performing the yell. And doesn't this just look like the kind of person who who wants to, to Tarzan yell? You know, step yes, one, does. listen, you know, search for this yell online and find Johnny a- Weissmuller? Weissmuller, I think that's how you'd say it. But you need to find an official recording of it, not, not any bootleg recording need the official recording and listen to it multiple times so that you can memorize the cadence and pitch of the yell 
Um, now, as I went through this article, I found that this article uses more um, like choral and voice techniques than even our high school choir classes combined. <laughs> I don't think ever our teacher once was talking about memorizing the cadence and pitch uh, of songs, at least not in detail as this gets. So I will say I put Johnny Weissmuller's name into Google and Tarzan Yell was the suggested search. Oh, good. So people have been trying this out. Wow. So that's what we're striving to achieve. Did you hear that? I did. That, that was quite loud. That was quite, Johnny himself. <laughs> quite the yell. I think that yell definitely accomplishes what we're looking for here. So if you're trying to learn that yell, we got some more tips for you. So next, relax your shoulder, neck, okay. and face muscles. Okay. Yeah. So you got to get Relax. The, the tighter you are, the harder it will be to hit certain tones. So relax, you know, relax the, <laughs> relax the muscles, um, massage the sides of your jaw and press your tongue to the roof of your mouth, Norin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and take a, a few deep breaths in and let a few deep breaths out. Relax those muscles and finally inhale deeply through the nose. You have Tarzan, to throw your head back like that too? I, I think so. I think that's part of relaxing those shoulders. Um, next, you know, the, the Tarzan yell is long and can be hard to hold unless you have a lot of air. So your stomach sure. and chest should expand, you know, expand and fill with air. And then, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just a warm up. This isn't even it yet. Yeah, I think this is the warm-up still. Sing ah in your chest voice for two seconds. And then finally, hold the note and raise it to a falsetto for half a second. Quickly raise your voice from your chest to the highest possible register. Whoa. Oh, this this isn't warm-ups. This is... I, I think this is preparing for it. So, Norn, let, let's hear that voice recording one more time. Okay. Let's hear it. Let me pull pull Johnny back. But, <laughs> okay, so yes, we need um, a chest voice off for two seconds, then a high-pitched off for half a second, and then a lower between the chest and falsetto for a quarter of a second. Whoa, you're going to alternate between them. It's called undulation. There we go. That's the phrase for it. One thing that I do appreciate here is not only do we have, um, it looks like a change of person, but we also have a change of scenery. So whether you are doing this, you know, in, in a living room outside or back inside, it, you're good to do it no matter where you are. And then we need to go down for four seconds, up for half a second. And here we go undulate your voice so you're right Norrin. you are undulating your voice and down for two seconds and then switch to a nice ooh at the end wow I, I really appreciate the exact precise measurements this is like a baking recipe for the target 
It is, it is. They, they go through each step that you need to. Um, so again, let, let's go through this here just to, to recap. To so, recap it so we, yeah, we can get prepared. Yeah, deep breath to prepare. Then we have a chest voice off for two seconds. Okay. We have a falsetto off for half a second. Then a alternating between chest and falsetto, falsetto for a quarter of a second. And then lower your voice for four seconds, undulate your voice into the falsetto for half a second, and then lower the pitch and sustain the off for two more seconds. Oh, that's a lot. I'm going to need to study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is something I do not think this is something that you can read through once and instantly get it. I feel like this is the kind of thing that people spend their lives preparing for this moment yeah this is advanced techniques i mean there's there's no way you can master this on try one no it's, it's just not that easy um, and then maybe that's why some few people found this helpful was because they, they just can't master it they couldn't get the timing right you have to undulate between your falsetto, falsetto and your chest voice for a quarter of a second that is so precise yeah i can't even count that you know i know like one mississippi is one second so i don't know the counting method for a quarter of a second yeah um then next one is put your hands on your stomach and hold a note i believe that this is still part of practicing right here we're still in method two practicing vocal techniques so um, we're going to continue practice moving quickly between high and low notes and it looks like Method one is performing the Yale, and method two is practicing vocal techniques. You'd think that they would be a little bit reversed, but in yeah. this case, <laughs> in this case, practice the Yale. And since there's no way you can get that on the first try, we're going to go through some more techniques here. Yeah. And it's just going to be a loop at this point. You're just going to cycle between these mm -hmm. until you can get it. But there is some more Q and A's that we do have on this one. This is whenever I try yelling like Tarzan, my mom screams at me. She gets mad and yells me to shut up. What do I do? <laughs> go somewhere else and or practice your yell when she's not home. So this just reminds me of, do you remember that old vine of this, this young girl singing and in the background, someone just yells, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is exactly what's happening here. It probably was her. <laughs> she even wrote it. She's practicing her, her Tarzan yells. She was uh, like, mom, would... mom didn't like it when I was singing. So I thought I'd switch it up and try Tarzan yelling, but she didn't like that either. <laughs> And then 32 people found that helpful. Eight people did not, but this is some good advice. If your mom yells at you because you're yelling, go somewhere else. Maybe your mom is just practicing her target. <laughs> it's it's rude of you to assume. It's that feedback loop just going back and forth. I, I would like Ooh, to actually reply Michael, saying- you should, you should submit a tip. Did you see that? It said your tip here. <laughs> yeah, add a tip. What should we tell them? I don't know what what could we have to offer. So we, this, we we should um, obviously this is a tough thing to master. This people, is people have we've seen from the three star rating that people have gotten fed up too quickly. We should let them know not to give up. You're not going to master it right away. Okay, yeah, let's, so let's stick with put it. in some encouragement here. 
don't give up if you can't Tarzan yell <laughs> at first. <laughs> yeah. All good things take practice. Yes. That's brilliant. Actually, let's put a little exclamation point. Yeah. All good things take practice. Submit. So it's saying all tip submissions are carefully reviewed before being published. So we'll have to check back and see. We will check back and see. <laughs> I would say that that is a helpful tip. I believe so. Especially looking at the reviews, I think people needed to hear that. So, mm -hmm. and I do love here that they have all of these references. In in case you doubted anything in this article, they've got Tarzan.com plus they've got. They have 13 oh. references. <laughs> so this is professional grade Tarzan yelling right here. I think so. They've got some YouTubes. They've got some vocalists, breath control. They've got some lessons. They've got even some PDFs here. So <laughs> any any sort of sources that, that you want to check or confirm with, they do have that. So and again, this article has been co-authored by our trained team of editors and researchers who validated it for accuracy and comprehensiveness. So it has that, that stamp, that seal of approval. That seal of approval. You know that this is real field-tested hard facts. Mm -hmm. I would say, you know what? Let's, let's say that this is helpful. Yeah, awesome. We love success stories. We do. We want to see more success stories coming from Tarzan Yells. We want to be able to see more people succeed. <laughs> but remember, for every person who masters it, a previous master dies. So just true. hopefully you can live with that blood on your hands. <laughs> it's just something that you have to be prepared for. So, uh, Okay, well, that was good. I feel, I feel learned. I feel prepared and i'm definitely going to practice that on my own on my own time i'll come back next week um and i'll update you on my tarzan yell progress oh yeah please please do let us know and um if you hear your mom yell you just need to just go somewhere else <laughs> go somewhere else or establish that dominance if you need to <laughs> tarzan yell louder yell back louder <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I've got another one for you. All right. And I was so inspired by the elevator discussion that we had last week that I thought we should follow a similar route. Hmm, so, how to annoy your teachers. Yeah. Th last... This does look fun. And look how recently it's been updated. March 31st. That was just a couple of days ago. So uh, someone, that was a Friday, wasn't it? Uh, let's see last month oh no no sorry last month was april oh, yeah God. now i look like a fool <laughs> <laughs> gotta restart the whole podcast over yeah <laughs> um so yes how to annoy your teachers last last time we learned how to annoy people in elevators this is how to annoy your teachers and then next week we'll discuss how to annoy your teachers in an elevator okay mm so this is part of a, a three, a three step. A three part. Yeah, this is a three parter. Um, 
So though annoying your teachers, it might not be the best academic strategy long-term, but sometimes you just get the urge. You just get the desire to annoy the heck out of your teachers. There are good and bad ways to go about it. You can go the creative route, the irritating route, the repetitive route, or best yet, the informed route. Whatever <laughs> that you sounds do. sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. If you're determined to drive your teachers crazy, you can pull it off. Just don't expect to get a perfect report card in the process. So this is another one of those high risk uh, wiki house. Mm, yeah, if, high risk, high reward. Yeah, we're going to teach you how to do it, but but just know that you might not, it, it might be a little bit dangerous in the long The run. cost may be high. So first, you've got to choose what to do. You could copy your teacher's behavior, and this is rookie level stuff. This is the single easiest way to annoy your teacher. Most teachers have a distinctive style. They maybe pronounce some words outlandishly, use certain gestures, or make a certain face. And emulating them in front of them in a discreet way may upset them. The best way to go about it is to act really sincere as you imitate your teacher. So it may take them a little while to catch on to what's happening. Your classmates, however, will quickly know the score and will start cracking up. But if your teacher gets angry, just play dumb. Say, what? What did I do? And shrug your shoulders. Use body language. What did I do? Huh? <laughs> what did I do? Huh? Looks like you're about to start a fight. <laughs> With a monkey. <laughs> With the monkey. Make noises. Here are some example noises. Wow, that Ooh. list just kept going. I was scrolling and kept expecting yeah, that's it a, to that's end. And it just, it just kept going. Ooh, so, there's some good ones on here. Rip a piece of paper an inch at a time. Do this only when your teacher turns toward the board. Scratch your nails on your desk. Repeatedly make a slurping noise when the teacher's not looking. <laughs> Click your pen or tap your pencil. Drop your belongings. Repeatedly sniffle without blowing your nose or cough. Scratch your legs loudly. Oh. That, that seems... <laughs> I don't know. Really weird. <laughs> To get it loud enough to make a sound, I just think that would hurt. Yeah, I'm not a not a the big biggest fan of that one there. Moan in an inappropriate way. That would do it. <laughs> yep. Hum to yourself, slap your legs. Try to get your friends to do it with you. Try to get your friends to also slap your legs. Lean <laughs> over to the person <laughs> hey, that's ignoring. Slap hey. my legs. <laughs> so, what? You heard me. Slap them. <laughs> right on the thigh, right here. Slap it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. Sharpen your pencil constantly and often. If... I feel like that is a poorly written sentence. Constantly and often. Those are not the same thing, but if you're yeah. doing it constantly... You're doing it often. Yeah, but if you're doing it often, you're not doing it constantly. All squares are rectangles and not all rectangles are squares. <laughs> True. I think that's how it goes. Maybe it's the other way around. Uh, drop your pencil multiple times. Rub things around as if getting something. Yeah, that one's not the, the best written there. Quietly repeat what the teacher is saying as you take notes. Man, I feel like those are like more annoying than funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, I guess we are trying to annoy our teacher, but I feel like the teacher is not the only the only victim here. Yeah. Like you've got a class of other kids too. And this seems to think that every kid will think what you're doing is funny. 
-hmm. But I can tell you if, if someone is just begging me to slap their legs in the middle of class, I don't think I'm going to be too thrilled about it. I'm not into that. Come on, just slap them already. Just slap them. You know, you want to do it. Just slap my legs, please. (laughs) Just slap them. (laughs) Sabotage your teacher's equipment. If your teacher is a bit of a space cadet, then this should work well. If you're watching a movie in class or using the overhead projector, see if you can get a hold of your teacher's remote when they aren't looking. (laughs) (laughs) This will work best if you can leave a replacement remote that doesn't work in its place. So (laughs) you got Indiana Jones. (laughs) (laughs) I remember someone in high school downloading like a, a universal remote app on their phone and just like turning off the projector or like changing the white balance and such. And it was hilarious once we realized what was happening and the teacher never found out. Like she just thought the the projector went nuts for one day and it was hilarious. So this one, I have seen it in practice and it works. This reminds me a little bit of uh, my classic encounter with Miss Lutz. Ooh, the blinds? The blinds. And uh, I think if you went to Meridian High School between, let's see, that would have been sophomore year. So between like 2015 to 2017, you, you've you heard this story um, because it kind of went around. I think everyone kind of knew about it. But mm-hmm. there, yes. was, there was a substitute teacher whose name was Miss Lutz. And she kind of sucked. That's me. She did. But she was very mean. Um, and she was in my English class sophomore year of high school as a, as a substitute. And she was trying to get the overhead, the screen that it projects onto. She could not get it to rise back up. And so the class had been kind of egging her on all day, getting her worked up. Um, so she was already in a bad mood. And I... I looked at her and I said, I said, it's, it's like blinds, you know how blinds work and just trying to like inform her that you have to like pull down and out and let it go. I wasn't, wasn't malicious intent. I didn't mean it to be. Um, And she just whips around and looks at me and she says, do you think I'm an idiot? Of course I know how blinds work. And then she sent me out in the hallway (laughs) <laughs> so I went out there and she came marching out and she slammed the door and she just started yelling at me about how I was being disrespectful to her and insulting her intelligence. And then she yelled at me for a solid, I mean, it felt like it felt like it was like 30 minutes. It, obviously it wasn't, but it felt like it was a long time. I walked back in. The classroom was dead silent. Everyone was staring at me. Oh, they heard just, everything. <laughs> Yeah, they heard they heard everything. And across the hall from her was Mrs. Hogan, who had the door open. And Miss Hogan <laughs> caught eyes with me, like in the middle of it, and just kind of like looked at me. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what I did. Um, and then apparently at lunch, someone went in to turn in a paper, and Miss Lutz was like in tears, and she like looked at the girl, was like, Am I a bad teacher? is that why they don't like me? And I was like, I can't believe I did that. I was, I was just trying to help. Yeah. So 
that see that's the dangers if you go to if you lean too hard into annoying your teachers that's the kind of stuff that you'll end up with that's dangerous true you, you need to be careful you don't do not break the psyche of any of these teachers yeah so after you've sabotaged their equipment you could always sleep in class this works best if you're in the back of the class or watching a movie all you need to do we're going to tell you step by step how to sleep in class put your head down and close your eyes <laughs> those are the steps to sleeping wiki how how to sleep yeah we we can bypass that <laughs> hopefully you know how to do that throw stuff at other students again not the, the teacher is not the only victim here i would argue <laughs> that the dude being pelted by apples is probably worse off than the teacher watching you throw the apple I like how it says, you know, you, <laughs> you should start small with objects such as erasers, crumpled paper, pencils, or chalk. Then you can up the ante a bit by throwing a smaller book, an apple, a tennis ball, or even your shoe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are Be all things I do not want to get hit in the head with. <laughs> no. Why would you ever encourage them to up the ante when you're throwing things? Yeah. And then if you really want to up the ante, try a printer. Yeah, eraser's not doing it for you. Drop an anvil on their head, Roadrunner style. <laughs> your victim might even retaliate. See, they're, they're quick to warn you, though. Do this when your teacher's turned and then look all innocent. Beware, mm -hmm. depending on what you throw, you could get suspended or charged with assault. I feel like they should put more emphasis on this. <laughs> or, or charged with assault. It's not worth it. <laughs> Please don't. Shoot spit wads. Man, what a lost art. Uh, yeah, and, and to think that like throwing things and making noises had like multiple paragraphs. Shoot spit wads just say... Just do it. It was a simpler time. Just shoot a spitwad, okay? <laughs> what do you? Who do you think we are? You know how to do this. <laughs> Even sleeping had more instructions. <laughs> yeah. Doodle. See, I did this for fun. I'd say this was my most effective way. Is that Gary the Snail? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it. Pass notes. Yep, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. It can be extra annoying if you have a sly smirk on your face while the teacher's talking to let them know you're writing something funny to your friend. <laughs> That's so petty. Give them, give them the old, uh, the old smirk. A little smirk eyebrow raise. Give them the little, little dance with the eyebrows. Yeah. What are you going to do about a teach? Read it to the class. Be careful. They may think you're flirting with them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you're reading the note, hold it in front of you and then laugh, making it really obvious that something other than the class curriculum is cracking you up. We all know Algebra 2, pretty damn funny. But this note I've got in front of me, even better. I am, I am cracking up. Show up late. Teachers hate that. Put your head on the desk most of the day. Seem enthusiastic about lunchtime. Boy, can't wait to eat a boiled hamburger at 10.30 a.m. <laughs> I sure am excited for school lunch. 
<laughs> oh, I think that's the best thing ever. Oh my gosh. Boiled hamburger and a and a jug of milk. Just give it to me, mm. please. Mm. I can't wait. Can't wait to eat this an hour and a half after breakfast. <laughs> Distract the other students. Keep as many of the students off task as you can. As ask the other students lots of questions, crack jokes, laugh loudly for no reason. That goes back while I was searching through these, I found one that was how to act possessed. And oh, I, yeah. I decided against it. Um, but one of the things it said was just laugh loudly for no reason. <laughs> so. Better be careful. Wow, look at that faithful recreation to Angry Birds. Someone was dedicated to that. I appreciate that there. Play on your phone. Take out your phone and text people. Play Angry Birds. Only Angry Birds. Or just <laughs> look at it every once in a while and smile. Those you are your two even... options. Yeah, yeah. You can even look things up on Wikipedia to try and prove your teacher wrong. Hmm. Now that one, that would be pretty annoying if just every time your teacher said something, you're like, hmm. Well, actually, according to Wikipedia says otherwise. Yeah. And you know what? As a college graduate, I can say some people did that. And like there were there was at least someone in every class, you know, who kind of had a little bit of that attitude where they'd be like, mm, well, actually. And I'm wondering now if they just read this wiki article. <laughs> <laughs> did I thought they play maybe they Angry just... Birds? well it was hard to tell over zoom for the last the last bit of it disregard your teacher's rules every teacher has their own set of rules and if you want to be annoying ignore as many as you can without getting sent to the principal's office even breaking simpler rules can get really annoying for example you can get the formatting wrong in your essays or turning your assignment a day late acting like you were sure that it was a due date if your teacher mm -hmm. has a certain rule about going to the bathroom in the middle of class try to break it when your teacher tells you you've broken a rule, you should act surprised or say something like, but that rule makes no sense. Or that's not how the other teachers do it. That's not how the other teachers do it. I like you, that. You need to break your wrist. <laughs> OMG, I forgot. Show up without your notebook and a pencil. Your teacher assumes that you will take notes, write assignments and a writing tool and use a writing tool during most classes. So showing up empty-handed shows that you really don't care. It'll be extra annoying if you say, anyone have a pencil I can borrow? Or I don't have any paper. So you completely disrupt the class while getting the materials you need. You can bring the wrong book to class and laugh loudly saying, ha, 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 I brought the wrong book again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. Be extra annoying when your teacher is being observed. If your teacher is being observed by the principal or a senior teacher, try your hardest to be annoying as you possibly can so oh, you get man. them fired. <laughs> Nothing is more annoying than getting fired from your job. Getting just, just absolutely, totally laid off <laughs> just is so frustrating. It's so annoying to get laid off. To utterly sabotage your teacher, man. <laughs> Fight every wrong answer on the test. When you get your exams back, you should complain loudly and contest every single question you got wrong, even if you know that there's no use fighting it. If the answers are multiple choice, check every black and white, such as the answers on a math test, you should be really insistent, telling your teacher that they're wrong. 
try to waste your time, your teacher's time after class, asking them to go through every question on the test with you. Interesting. Finish your tests early. After 10 or 15 minutes, slam your paper down on your desk, turn it in, say done. You can even say, that was easy to be extra annoying. This will make the other students nervous. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that casualty of war, that is not what this article is about. <laughs> That's not what we're doing here. Yeah. I'm not here to make the other students uneasy. <laughs> Just the teacher. Be prepared to have your grades suffer in more ways than one. What are how other many, ways? How many ways can a grade suffer? waterboarding <laughs> the teacher just shreds your papers <laughs> roll your eyes well yeah this will really scare the ghosts in the classroom apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> not the eye roll <laughs> that's the one thing it took to defeat us <laughs> That's one thing that uh, Venkman didn't tell the rest of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, boy. Understand the temper line. You may have to annoy your teacher for 20 minutes or one. Also annoy them enough so they get bothered, but not enough to put you in detention. You don't want to get there. You should have put that first. <laughs> oh, God, that was just part one. You got to know what to say. Talk while the teacher's talking. Be a know-it-all. Tell your teacher that other people know the material better than they do. Ooh. I talked to my dad and he said something completely different. You can also tell them that your old teacher or even your teacher in another subject does think differently. These things imply that other people know the teacher's stuff to a greater extent than they do. This can be extra annoying if you have a young teacher who's trying to prove themselves. <laughs> Dismantle your teachers. How, how to utterly crush your teacher's self-esteem. Incessant questions. Whoa. She's ready to, she blew a fuse. She is ready to, to kill this girl. She is. Look at the smugness on this student's face, too. <laughs> Ramble on when you're supposed to answer a simple question. I do this on accident. I'm just very long-winded, is what mm. I've realized. And then I get about halfway through and forget what I was trying to say. So then I just have to make just it up. get lost. <laughs> yeah. Read way ahead and ask about the material. You can annoy your teacher by reading ahead in the textbook. This one might actually like help you. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, I don't think like that would be that annoying. <laughs> all the other ones are like, are like never do a test ever. Yeah. Set your homework on fire as soon as the teacher puts it on your test. <laughs> Throw textbooks at students. <laughs> Commit arson. <laughs> and this one is like, just read your textbook. That would really piss them off. Mm -hmm. Call out to people in the hallways. Talk really slowly. If you're called on to read, try to read slowly and stumble over words. This one seems mean because I think there are kids who can't help doing that. Yeah. And this is just a little... Maybe, maybe it's of... just meaning like don't filibuster your, your class. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Most of these are in good fun. There are a couple that <laughs> completely suck. <laughs> Trying to get your teacher fired. That's no good. Throwing large objects <laughs> at your <laughs> fellow students. That's not Please, good. no. Begging to have your thighs slapped. That's probably a no-go. <laughs> And making fun of students who can't read well. 
that is not very nice either. Yeah, don't do any of those things. We do not approve. Will I be labeled a troublemaker if I do this? I, I think I that's would exactly really, what you're trying to accomplish. I would really love to know my teacher, but I just, I don't think I could handle the label. I, that, the kind of pressure that comes with being a troublemaker, I just don't think it's a life I'm cut <laughs> out for. Can I annoy my teacher by playing sound effects? Yes, it is possible to annoy a teacher. People found this not helpful. It's possible oh. to annoy a teacher. No, not helpful. Soundboards aren't annoying. How do I do the air horn prank? Get an app on your phone that has an air horn sound effect or actually get an air horn if you can, though it would be pretty hard to hide that. Is that an air horn in your pocket, Norin? <laughs> what if the teacher yells at me? Should I yell back or pretend to cry? Fake crying might help, but you definitely shouldn't yell back. Apologizing would be your best option. Except defeat. <laughs> I like the fake crying. Why are you yelling at me? I just <laughs> wanted my thighs slapped. <laughs> I can't help it, okay? Don't shame. I can't help it. <laughs> what are the benefits of this? You'll make people laugh and be labeled the class clown, which many people like. And you'll also see your teacher get really annoyed. And that is a reward in its own right. Because <laughs> oh, if there's one goodness. thing we hate, it's people trying to do their job and get paid so they can live. <laughs> we hate people working hate for a living. That. Yeah. Will you have grown up doing a job so you can have a house and feed your family? No, that sucks, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to let you like, do that. miserable for that. <laughs> can I do this if I'm in a strict private school? No, sorry. It doesn't work. Not on those teachers. I feel like you would... It, they'd probably be a little bit harsher than public school. <laughs> this one was written by a teacher. Why would a kid want to do this? <laughs> this was a teacher who saw this and was like, no, why? <laughs> Please, no. Kids might want to do this because their teacher is annoying them, or it may be their personality to want to be annoying. If that is your personality, you suck. Mm -hmm. No warnings on this. Oh, okay. Wow. A video tutorial. <laughs> oh. Speak a different language? That one, no, I don't like that. That seems yeah, no. that seems that seems rude to say that that's annoying. Not a fan of that one. Uh, don't do it all alone. Team up with friends. If your teacher says repeat after me, repeat everything for the entire class period. Okay, you see that? That's that's creative. Pretend you don't believe anything they say. Warnings, here we go. Never make anyone in class your scapegoat, the person who gets blamed. If things get really out of hand, stand up and admit it. Okay, it was me. I was the one begging for my thighs to get slapped. I'm the one with the red handprints above my knees. What are you gonna <laughs> it do was about me. it, teach? Make sure the other students in the class are loyal and won't spill your name, even if the whole class gets into trouble. <laughs> if you rat me out, I swear to God, I'll throw this chair at your head. Like how it's don't make anyone a scapegoat, make everyone <laughs> your scapegoat. If I go down, we're all going down together. And the rest of the class is like, no, what? No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Norin, no. 
Don't take it too far. You might face more serious consequences, like getting charged for assault for throwing a book <laughs> at a kid. Even if yeah. you don't take it too far, annoying your teacher will probably land you in trouble. Some kids take their education seriously. You could end up alienating the very students you're trying to impress. Wouldn't that That's be ironic? True. You're trying to be funny so that everyone likes you and they all just turn on you. <laughs> and then you're alone at night crying. Why? Why did I ask them to slap my thighs? <laughs> Why? Why did I throw that bowling ball <laughs> at, at Johnny's head? <laughs> you know what, Michael? Does this one have, can we submit a tip? I don't think we can. Show 15 more. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. I want to submit a tip and tell them, to, I want to link the uh, How to Tarzan Yell article. <laughs> Say, try, try this during class. Try this. <laughs> oh wait, I think, let's scroll down a little bit more. Oh, okay. I think I saw it. I think it's right below. Oh no, that's just a submitted question. Darn. Would yelling like Tarzan be annoying to a teacher? Or would they maybe kind of like it instead? <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, let's put in an email. So that way I'll, I'll get back to you. We'll do our best to answer your question and post it above. Or would they maybe kind of like it? <laughs> Asking for a friend. Maybe, maybe they'd be really impressed by how good I was at Tarzan yelling. <laughs> True. Okay, what do you think? I think we got time for, for one more. It'll be a little yeah, bit of a longer can, episode, but. We can go through one pretty quick. I've got a pretty funny one. And I think a, a lot of similarities might be had between this and, and the other article. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So this is how to be weird. This was updated within a month. So it's good to know that people are like constantly updating these. They they like to stay on top of the times, I guess. Yeah, yeah. If you know, and this is a really this is a hot button topic, you know, how to, how to be weird. This is something that comes up a lot. Um and it's really hard to do. So mm -hmm. like sometimes being yourself isn't enough, Norin. It's just not. <laughs> You're not enough. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite thing to hear. <laughs> All right, just something to remember before jumping into this guide. You want to be weird, not crazy. So find a balance to be seen as endearing and weird, not a loose cannon. So there, there's a fine line that needs to be walked here. But first one, part one, acting weird. <laughs> I want to know <laughs> what prompt the artist was given for this drawing. Were they given a prompt? I just don't understand any of it. Why is he <laughs> holding pictures of pancakes? I don't know. There, there are so many things. Like, I think this is the Mayan calendar yeah. around his neck. You know, he's, he's wearing a nice old-timey cape. He's dressed like a Shakespeare character. <laughs> yeah. This is... Um, the renaissance fairs in a nutshell right <laughs> god i gotta know how the pancakes fit into this does the does that 
text give any context? So, so far, it just says invent your own places and customs. So, invent a holiday. So, what? Perhaps, That's step one. <laughs> perhaps the holiday is National in relation pancake to the pancakes. Day. Yeah. Um, talk about a place you've went to that no one's heard of. <laughs> and nowadays, every day is something, but no one actually celebrates. So, is it National Pancake Day? There we okay. go. So we, we have our pancake day. So it says maybe it's celebrated widely in the UK and other Commonwealth countries. So is this this guy's costume of an English person? We <laughs> <laughs> just assume this is how English people It's celebrated dress. in the UK. This is what everyone in the UK looks like. <laughs> and common Commonwealth countries, UK and Commonwealth countries. So... Yeah, dress up like someone from the UK. Because you know what's weird? <laughs> <laughs> the UK, apparently. Apparently. So to be truly weird, pick a holiday or commemorative day not widely known to anyone. So Pancake Day, I'd say that fits in the category book. Next, we need to talk to random people in the street and say ridiculous things. Well, this is called harassment. <laughs> <laughs> this is do these girls look like they're having a good time no <laughs> you know elephants no should have tried I to paint elephants <laughs> not a fan um try saying hello granny i haven't seen you in years <laughs> no don't do that no. to anybody ever no, please <laughs> don't even do that to your own grandma <laughs> Um, you know, while grinning, of course, or, oh my gosh, are you okay? When they clearly alive, fine, and well, just make sure you're picking someone who will laugh and not someone who will think you're crazy. How do you know that if they're random people in the streets? I really yeah. don't know. Hey, will you slap my thighs? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> See, I probably, I don't know which would be worse. Someone saying, hello, granny. Or someone saying, will you slap my thighs? I don't know what would be worse. Yeah. What if they combined them? Hey, granny, slap my thighs, maybe? <laughs> I feel like that would get filed for some <laughs> harassment real quick. Um, this, um, you know, it says, ask if they've seen a rhino, elephant, etc. So I guess that's where we're getting the elephant here. Um, or pretend like you don't know what some common specific things are. So if your friend asks you if you want a banana, say, what's a banana? See, I feel like that this one is okay. How, how do you convince your friend that you're an alien from another planet by not knowing what fruit is? Want a banana? What's a banana? A what? Okay. Yep, I like it. So those are our first two options. Next, overreact to the little things. So when you see wild slinkies, <laughs> when you just see a slinky, overreact. You know, if you see your friend step on an ant, say, oh no, what have you done? <laughs> oh, little ant, your life was so short, rest in peace. You, that's just you, unironically. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Again, only do this on occasion. 
if people can't predict your behavior, they'll probably just think you've lost your marbles. Yeah, you don't, don't, you don't <laughs> want to overuse this tactic. This is this is a really this is the big guns. Next, have a strange taste in food. Um, Tenorin, are these grubs or mandarin oranges? <laughs> uh, my money's on larva. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, example, bring a lemon to lunch and eat it like an orange or put an orange in between two pieces of bread for an orange sandwich. <laughs> or make a gummy worm and ketchup sandwich. God, oh. <laughs> I like I like the line that's up above it. These pickles taste like my brother's wallpaper. <laughs> See, that's actually a good one. I appreciate that. Which I just want to start saying that. Hey, this Logan. tastes like my brother's wallpaper. Oh, that's a good one. I actually really appreciate how that's written. Strange taste in food. I kind of do that anyway, just because I like to mix things just to see. Yeah, you do it for fun. You don't do it necessarily to be weird. Maybe I just like, am weird. And I, yeah, I don't need to try. See, like, I care I about made, stepping on bugs and you you <laughs> make food that's weird. I make weird ass food stuff. I combine I made a tamale waffle. That's right. That was pretty good. Yeah. So I just do weird stuff like that. That's just that's just me. Um, this one says to have your own signature thing. Okay. So, you know, you, you need to pick something that's you. So I guess for you, that'd be weird food. I guess so. Yeah. For me, it's not stepping on bugs, I guess. <laughs> so, so pick something that's you. Um, and then here we go. Oh, there. Choose a strange hobby. What is this guy's hobby? <laughs> It's making pinatas. I think that's pretty cool. Um, it could be a strange pet, such as a pet rock, pet ladder, or pet soda can, or pet sneaker. <laughs> um, I could just make all sure of that. <laughs> make sure of loyal friends who won't ditch you for being weird. So, Michael, if I showed you my pet ladder, would you still be my friend? I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It, it depends on like how how convincing it is. We've we've been through a lot together, but that might be over the line. <laughs> <laughs> that might be okay. Um, you you good? <laughs> <laughs> um, next is just speaking weird. Makeup new words ninjas have ninjosity and ninjitude for example i don't know what that means but use them constantly regardless <laughs> even if you don't know what they mean use them <laughs> if you can't come up with something take your favorite words and mash them together if your favorite words are bubble and flamingo, but bingo it is. Now, but what's bingo. a bingo? Do you have a list of favorite words? I don't. I don't either. Maybe that's what we need to do for another segment. Just create a list Our favorite of favorite words. words. Yeah. 
I and like then it. we can then we can try making our own yeah <laughs> our own words for it so thank you wiki how you, you... you've inspired us you have um next you need to speak with strange accents i don't this know is, this is a slippery slope one. <laughs> this is a dangerous one don't probably best to skip that one yep. you know? <laughs> oh that's a dangerous one <laughs> yeah see wildly fluctuating the tone and pitch of your voice that that's not right. bad that's fine Pre- pretending you're chinese mm. maybe, maybe skip that one yeah maybe let's just not <laughs> not doing that at all um you could interject halfway through a conversation i don't feel like that that should go in under like the annoy your teacher yeah i believe so how to be a dick to your friends (laughs) interrupt them constantly pretty much and then finally we do have this one which is to talk to yourself and inanimate objects so okay it says otherwise you'll just look schizophrenic that's not really what that word means no but (laughs) Not not quite. Not what we're going for. I think I feel like a lot of these are like definitely too weird. We we started out strong with like wearing Rencon yeah. <laughs> outfits. And now it's just like, yeah, I don't know. About, I don't know about this one. This one you can make up nicknames for all your friends. You know? So I feel like that's just kind of a cool thing to do, you know? Oh my God. Or what doesn't fit them. Some nicknames are funny because they're so unfitting. Have a friend who's taller than you? He's short stuff for today. A friend who loves puppies? Call her cheese puffs. It doesn't have to do with anything. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Someone wrote this, Norin. I hate that person. <laughs> uh, for example, Paige can turn into Paige. <laughs> what? Do this only if your friends are okay with it. So ask for consent. Do I have your consent, Michelle? Okay, here we go. We're, we're getting back to, to Yes, now weird. this is the content I've been waiting for. Yeah, this is definitely the, the area where we can excel. And I feel like it's a little bit easier to do this, a little bit safer. You know, don't wear what everyone else is wearing. I have never seen like anyone wear any of these. So <laughs> I don't even, is that just seaweed on top of that orange Superman shirt? <laughs> I, maybe it's a weird orange you Superman just drape shirt. kelp around yourself and just smell bad all day please don't do that people. <laughs> please no um or just normally every once in a while so on halloween dress normal wow this one seems like a lot of work so you wear halloween costumes all the time and then you dress normal on regular days. Yeah, you you really don't change too much here. And then finally, think weird. Okay. I don't know if this would be healthy. <laughs> and say I completely recommend this. Don't, just um, be, don't be someone who you are not. Everyone is trying to be something. Just by being yourself, you'll be a little weird. Everyone's got a little weird deep down in them. I like that. Thanks, WikiHow. You know, everything will come a lot easier to do this as you're naturally inclined. You know, 
just try try your best be your own kind of weird yeah like that don't don't pay attention to what others think be your own weird and don't apologize for it that is quite the vest Mm -hmm. i'd wear a vest like that that's pretty unique yeah and it gets better. Whoa. Look at this. This one has like a little sound. Oh, yeah. On it. So this kid for... rules. <laughs> you can tell that he is the coolest kid in school. And he's like, that this this guy up front is like, oh my God, do you think he's gonna notice me? <laughs> this this right here, her looking back, is definitely reminiscent of the boyfriend meme. Yeah, distracted girlfriend. <laughs> Definitely. I can't. I can't blame her. Look at that guy's no. crown. The the yeah. vibes that this that this kid is giving off are just immaculate. They they're good vibes. You know, I like here it says, "What's more, you may forget how to act normal." You you are going to become weird, and that's all you're ever gonna know. And finally, choose a new identity. If you want to be a uh, I think that's Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> if you just want to wear half of a Link cosplay all the time. <laughs> Switch it up. You know, uh, an elf wouldn't know what to do with a cell phone. So pretend to be an elf every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what is this blasphemous contraption? How do I... Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. It seems to be a video of someone getting their thighs slapped. <laughs> uh, there, there doesn't happen to be any Q&As, but there are quite a few tips that we have here. Just practice not laughing at yourself. Sure. Try and keep a straight face when you say something like, beware of hooded cats bearing 87 carburetors towards apple pie. Ooh, say that seven times fast. Beware of hooded cats bringing 87 carburetors toward apple pie. Beware of hood... Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. I, um, I bailed on that pretty quick. This is something. If someone is holding an object like a shoe, as people do, go up yeah. to them and say, you know, shoes are my favorite. Mind if I... And lean in pretending to take a bite. Nope. No thanks. <laughs> Please get away from me right now. <laughs> I do not want to be on either end. Yeah, please that interaction. Please don't come near me or my shoes ever again. <laughs> we are uh, no longer on speaking terms. You could also dye your hair in exotic color. I feel like that's a good safe route. Yeah, that'll help you stand out. Learn a foreign language to break out into conversation or song at random times. Again, I don't know so much about like other language. Breaking out in song, though, at random times, that would be weird. Yes. And two more hidden tips. If you are near trees, act scared. <laughs> Just put the branch down. No one has to get hurt. Just put it down. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I'm glad that. Oh, yeah, pure... that was worth showing more for. <laughs> uh, finally, we do have some warnings. You know, jokes can be hurtful, so don't offend people. Um, refrain from drooling. In, in okay. case that needed to be just in general, that doesn't have anything to do with our article, but just as a general tip to life. 
not recommended for people who have jobs as doctors, psychiatrists, those helping children as adults, teachers, etc. So I feel like you could have said like professional job, maybe <laughs> a like job in the business world. <laughs> You're not allowed to be a weird teacher. Illegal. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like teacher would be the one place you could be a little bit weird. You know, that's yeah a little bit more arty. If my doctor did this, I would be very concerned. I don't know. If my doctor walked in in that salamander vest, <laughs> I'd be like, fix me up, doc. That's true. And I believe that that's all that we have here. I miss having the area where I think it was on the cat one that you had how to apologize to a cat oh, showed us success stories that's what yeah. I, missed. I missed the success stories yeah how do we know if anyone did this help anyone be weird <laughs> i don't know but i think that is that article there how to be weird i think we can agree between ourselves addressing weird is probably one of the best and then being a little bit quirky with what you say <laughs> yeah and i mean if, if you want to be weird, I think the article said it best when they said, just be yourself. Yeah, you each know? one of us has a little bit of a weirdness. Yeah, you so, know, every, everyone's weird in their own way. Everyone's got things that that other people think are a little off. And, and, that's, and that's good. We celebrate that here in Goodland. We celebrate yeah, we our differences. Celebrate uniqueness, differences. You can be weird and that's just fine. You yeah. know, you, you can do pranks and that's just fine, but always be good to other people always know? be good to other people we love everybody yeah no no crossfire no casualties in the nope. classroom no no flying bowling balls <laughs> avoid that <laughs> well everyone thank you so much for coming by uh hanging out with us in the valley of goodland again it is it's always a pleasure to come um we have a community goodland pool opening up um here in a a week or two so you know the, the valley's under construction as always it's getting um, warm we're, we're building a, a theme park as well um except it is exclusively just splash mountain um <laughs> just multiple copies of splash mountain different versions we call it splash land um and, and so look forward to that uh the next next time you come and visit goodland come visit splash land um Everyone, it has been so good to come and explore some more WikiHouse with you. We love goofing around like that. It's so much fun. Um, if you are on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a comment letting us know if you, there's anything that you would like us to do in an episode, anything you'd like us to discuss, anything we should take a look at. We are totally happy to field suggestions like that. Um, you can also let us know episode ideas like that on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter as Goodland Pod, and we are uh, Goodland Podcast on Facebook. So definitely go ahead and let us know um, there if you have any episode ideas for us. If you're on iTunes, dropping a five-star rating really helps us get a little bit more visibility. Um, it, it lets people see us more, and that helps us grow. And then also, regardless of where you listen, just word-of-mouth advertising is so helpful. Um, just tell people about the two weirdos that like to look at dumb articles on wikihow um <laughs> two weirdos that, that 
do everything. <laughs> yeah. So, so may, let, let other people know, um, just spread the word and that really helps maybe link them to a couple of our episode previews that are up on social so they can get a little bit of a taste, a little bit of a taste before they dive full in for the thigh slapping. Um, and, uh, just, you know, we'd like to let you know that we appreciate you. We love you here in good land. Um, and with that, everybody, this has been good land and I'm glad you're alive. Thank you.